0: The Championship Express. I'm your host, Jamie. This week is an overhaul special, and I know everybody isn't on it overall, but quite a lot are. So I'm joined by Rob at Second Tier Stats. How are you, Rob?
1: Pretty good. Excited for the overhaul special. I've done my overhaul special last week, uh, and we covered that to death last week. But uh, it's your turn this week.
0: Yeah. So basically, what we're going to do is firstly. I've obviously used my overall boost. Um, I've chose a team just based on the eye test. So I've looked at no stats whatsoever. Um, a lot of the listeners will learn to know about me is that I don't do stats at all. I'm terrible with them. That's your area there, Rob. So it is literally purely just eye test, no stats. Um, we'll talk through that. And then that will lead us into your section, which is you have dived into the stats from the last four weeks. Um, so you can let us know who's performing best, who are the best picks, value picks, anything like that. Um, after that, I have done a little thing for captains from Game Week 5 to Game Week 15. They aren't player-specific. Um, they more teams on what fixtures we can target for our captain picks. And we'll wrap it up with a little bit of work you've done on the boosts, so which ones are the most effective. That is right, isn't it, Rob. So, yeah, you got it, yeah, so let's not mess about, then. let's get straight into it. My overall squad has five point three million in the bank, um so I don't know if I've been too stingy, but it was literally I just went through through took about five minutes on players that I've been impressed with by watching, so we'll start from the back, go forward, uh, my goalkeepers, four million. Adam Davis, I banged on about him since pre-season. He, it's a no-brainer, 4 million, number one goalkeeper. He's going to play every week. He will keep clean sheets through the season. Would you agree? And
1: to agree, I've got him as well. He's my yeah. only playing keeper.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. And I can play him in some games. I can bench him. Um, my other goalkeeper is, I'm about to butcher his name. Um, oh, fuck. Belkowski, at Mobile. That was all okay, right. Let's get Millwall. Yeah. I've gone for him. I do think there are better options, but I did want to get into the Millwall defense somehow, and I haven't chosen any defenders. Um, so this is just my way into Millwall. Um, Six million. He's on, what, 20 points at the moment? You know, Millwall are decent defensively, aren't they? So, what do you think? Good pick? We'll come
1: to that. Um, they've, they've looked all right so far, yeah. Uh, Six mil. You've got to spend big. We've covered that, haven't we? You've got to spend big in your goalkeepers.
0: Yeah. So just for the listeners, um, I'll point out before I carry on, this overall squad of mine will change. This is just from the eye test. Once Rob's gone through the stats, and he's probably going to make me aware of certain things that I wasn't, it is likely to change. So just let you all know before I carry on. Right, defence. Start with the most expensive. And in my opinion, I don't think anyone is essential in a game but this guy is close Bidwell at 6.8 million Swansea essential you've got to have him haven't
1: you 6.8 got to have him
0: if anybody hasn't seen um, his heat map from his last game Rob sent it me last weekend (laughs) it's in the six yard box he scored and he knew he scored the back heel as well didn't he
1: absolute menace total
0: menace so yeah Bidwell got to be in there I have doubled up on Swansea because um, I did have Woodman in goal before, but I've gone for Roberts at 6.6. Um, in my opinion, he hasn't really impressed me like any anywhere near like big wise, but I just wanted that double up Um, with Roden linked with Spears. He could leave, and I just thought, I've got money spare. It's not like I'm, ta- I'm struggling for money. I'll go for Roberts, but if you were struggling for money, um, you could go elsewhere, couldn't you, in the Swansea defence?
1: Definitely. It looks like double-ups the way I started with it. Um, I can see attacking returns for Roberts before long.
0: Yeah. Um, there is um, Kabango that you can go at 5.7 or, oh, I can't say his name, either Guhey at 5.1. Obviously, if you try and save some money, 5.1 to get in Swansea defence, um, I wouldn't really go against that, would you, if somebody was going to do it?
1: I think look out for who he's covering for injury. I think he's covering an injury. Uh, if memory serves
0: Ah, that's intru- I didn't know that I thought they were just the setback three because um, you've got Kyle Norton and is it Declan I think it's Declan John he's a left back yeah so we'll have, I'll keep an eye on that then uh, but I've gone Roberts just because I like the idea of having attacking full backs if Bidwell's going down the left he's going down the right and kind of covered on both sides and then I've got that double Swansea defence Next, I've got Ngaki at Watford for 5.7. I think out of the Watford defenders, he offers the best value. Um, he should have scored last game as well. But um, for some reason, he tried to smash it with his outside. of his right, but 27 points so far. Um, only Cathcart scored more than him. 5.7. Good pick, bad pick?
1: Good pick. He's saving the points for when you uh, now you've got him, I reckon. He's a good pick, definitely. Yeah.
0: So, and then my last two is, these are basically just off form off the eye test. I'd never, ever considered either of these two before the season started. Um, I've gone Richards at Reading for 4.1 million. Um, dirt Cheap, he's on 23 points so far. Reading are flying. Can they carry it on? I don't know, but going by recent form, you know, they're there for a reason. They're winning games. They're not doing well defensively. What do you think about Richards?
1: Yeah, I've banged on him about him a couple of times. I've got him myself. Good pick, got good uh, defensive stats as well, recoveries, et cetera.
0: Brilliant. And the last one then is, um, we actually mentioned it on the last part about um, the Blackburn defence. I've gone Williams at 5.1, um, 27 points so far. This is just based on Blackburn's form. I just feel I don't know too much about him, I'm not going to lie. I don't really know a lot about the Blackburn squad. I can remember when Jack was on in pre-season and I said, I can't remember Blackburn at all last year. Um, So I've gone Williams just based on that form. What what do you think about that pick?
1: Safe option, isn't it? Safe route in there and they seem to be doing really well, clean sheet-wise.
0: Exactly. And normally I'm not that kind of manager. I've never uh, picked him. I'd always go with the players that I think are best but I'm just trying to go down. You know, I've started off with a a fairly good rank I think I'd like to think it is anyway and just try and keep it just try and not be too because I overcomplicate things I try to be too clever um, so I just thought I'm not going to do that in this game I'm just going to try and do what's in front of me and yeah that's why I've had Williams but we'll move on to the midfield Um, I'll start with I, oh he's the first player on my team sheet other than Bidwell I wanted Gibbs White in. I wanted him in for four weeks really so I've got him in at seven point two. He's my third Swansea player. Um, I think he's going to be really good this year from watching him. Still going to win the league, Swansea? Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, keeps. I know Bristol City, Reading, Blackburn. You know, even Watford are looking all right. But yeah, I really, I've enjoyed watching Swansea from what I've seen of him this year. To be fair. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: So yeah, I've got to have him in. Um, the only other one I'd have considered from Swansea was Well because he could play up front, but. Gibbs-White just looks the business, so I've gone there. Um, I've then gone Brentford, and I haven't gone in Bournemouth. I have gone De Silva. I've backed myself because I do big him up a little bit every week, so I've kind of put my money where my mouth is with him. You're going to disagree with that one, aren't you?
1: No, surprisingly not. I'm going to back you up later on. He's a good pick. Oh,
0: right. Like the sound of that. Okay, next is Dan Juma, 6.7 at Bournemouth. Um, he's my only Bournemouth asset I just wanted someone in there it was Emma Solanke and I just thought for, before he got injured last game he looked really good in the first three um, he looked exciting looks like he's found his feet so I think he can do bits
1: yeah good, good, good choice I've got him as well he looked like the main man for them didn't he this year Yeah, yeah. he's still orange flagged but I'm sure that'll come off this week I guess
0: Speaking to our Bournemouth correspondent, Claxton, um, I asked because I couldn't find anything on Twitter um, when he got dropped. Well, he wasn't dropped, he was injured. I couldn't find anything about an injury. Um, he said, hopefully, he should be back with us having an international break. He should be ready. But i keep an eye on that. Um, you know, If I find out it's unlikely he'll play, I'll get rid and then I can swap things around. But the last two midfielders, is... I've gone Scott Sinclair. Um six point one million Preston. He's on penalties. You know, he's playing wide. I didn't really want to target Preston, really. They haven't I know they got a good result against Brentford, but you know, I haven't been overly impressed by him. But I think if I can get him at six point one million and he's on penalties, he could be you know, you're not paying a lot for him, are you? He could become a good pick. But that's one I'm not too excited about, but
1: yeah, they're the epitome of uh, inconsistent, aren't they, really? Preston at the moment. Him himself, he's doing... One game, he's putting double figures in. Next moment, he's blanking. But I think he's, he's got potential.
0: Yeah, 6.1. Like I said, once you've gone through your stats, he could change. You know, he wasn't one of the first ones to put in. But um, we'll go for the last midfielder. And I've gone to at Reading. I mentioned him last week. He could be good value. Um, 4.7. Obviously, Redding are doing well. He's doing well. Um, I've just come off that page I was on. Um, he is on 26 points at £4.7 I think it's a very good choice, you know, if you're trying to save money somewhere. Obviously, I'm not doing that because I've got so much money in the bank. I just thought, again, Reading are doing well. I'll just go with it for now. Because we know with the Championship, come four weeks' time, we're going to be talking about, Four or five different teams and what we're talking about now. Reading could go on a bad run. Blackburn could, Bristol City could. You don't. What do take it? long will it
1: with these? Straight into the two games a week now after this.
0: Exactly, it gets brutal. Done to them. Everyone knows. Championship changes every week. So, at four point seven, I like him. I'll go with him for now. We'll go into uh, my three forwards. Yeah. My three forwards, then. Um, I've had to get... You know, I haven't been... i picked him up a lot in pre-season. He was my first pick. He's done okay. He hasn't set the world a lot, right, but um, Naki Wells, 7.1 million. Bristol City, top of the league. I had to go him.
1: A lot of listeners are going to be thinking, rewind a week. The first man out of my team is Naki Wells. I've had enough of him, you said.
0: Yeah. I have. I didn't like looking at it. He was the same with Puky as well. But you did say if Puki scored that penalty, you look at it from a completely different story, don't you? And I think this with Wells, I mean, at the top of the league. The only. I did consider Martin. Um, what is his price now? Martin's 6.4 million. He's got three assists so far. I just didn't want to try to be too clever. I just didn't want Wells to go off. He's the. God, I can't even get my words out now. He's the target, well, not the target man. Why can't I think of the word. Talisman. Martin, Talisman. Martin's providing um, for him, isn't he? Yeah, Wells is that Talisman. I think if you get a notification on your phone saying Bristol City scored, you think Wells over Martin, don't you? So I've just gone down that route, (laughs) tried to be safe. But um, I do like the look of Martin um, as the target man. Um, My next one is your guy, Adam Armstrong, 7.7 million. I haven't had him yet. Um, I can't really go any longer without having him, can I, if I'm honest. He's, I imagine his stats are there. He's there on the eye test. Yeah. He's probably the striker to have.
1: He, he can hurt you. He can hurt you if you've gone without him. Mm, and I think he's looking at captain material, really.
0: Yeah, 100%. Especially on his current form. My last one. Is this match sounds strange to people because it's just based on artists. But I've gone Tony, 9.1 million Brentford. Um, I just think now he's got them goals. We'd said a couple of weeks ago, if he gets some goals, you know, he could just stop, he could go off Gunty and Brentford. I don't know if they're going to keep Ben Rahmer. Eh? There's links to West Ham now. If they did, even better. But even if they don't, I think he's the main man up top into I can't can't see him getting replaced
1: it's a good price nine mil he's he's looking like you say he's hitting form now he's looking really good stats are going to back you up and if I was on a Apuki versus Tony right now it'd probably be Tony as well
0: yeah it's, it's a bit of a gamble but I think it's one of them that can pay off for you so I've gone that so yeah that's my overall team 5.3 in the bank um Overall, what do you think? Just based off, obviously, like you know your stats. So I don't know them. It's pretty team, strong. Or... I know
1: you're clearly going for the front three, which means you, you don't need that fifth midfielder. Yeah. So you've got a couple that can rotate in and out. But it's pretty solid. You can go four three three, you can go three four three, um, But you've got the, the cornerstone of the team being those three talisman up front.
0: I've also obviously got the money in the bank there. So if one of the expensive players start firing, I can jump onto them pretty easily. Um, But like I said, this isn't my final um, draft. It's probably going to change a lot this week um, before the deadline. But we're going to go into your area now. Um, See if you can change my mind. I probably will. So for the listeners, Rob's going to take over now. I'm going to take a back seat. And I'm going to sit there just like you are now listening to this, and I'm going to be taking notes and hopefully learn a thing or two here. No pressure, Rob.
1: No pressure. Well, seeing as you're ahead of me already, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> I've got some catching up to do, and I've used my overhaul. So, what I've got prepared is a look at the best and worst teams for attack and defense. Yeah. Possibly teams that are overlooked. And then I'm going to look into the attacking players specifically. And then, as you've said, we can go through the chips later on in the episode.
0: Yep. Brilliant. Sounds good. So, to
1: kick off, you've gone double up. You've gone double up Swansea. Yeah. And that is completely what the stats are saying. Top of the table by a mile for expected goals conceded. Uh, You've talked about Roberts. He's looking good on the eye test. He, He tends to run inside of Gibbs White, or are you, who's holding the width? So, with him Bidwell Roberts and Gibbs White they seem to be the main men that's top quality
0: so on this onesie then Rob um, obviously you're advising a double up I'd agree with that would you go because obviously there's Woodman in goal as well where would you go with them which two would you choose if you were on an overall now
1: I wasn't aware of this Gwyhee guy and I thought he was covering for Norton but apparently he might not be um, if he's nailed at 5.1, it's a bargain.
0: Yeah. Would you have him over? But you've Roberts obviously got the upside of Roberts. He's going to start. You? No. No, you'd go Robert. I like
1: Roberts from the eye test.
0: What about Woodman Coming over? in at the back post, reading in there. What about Woodman? Would you have him over? Um, I over like the Roberts? attacking. Yeah, the same as me. I'm first. all about the attackers and all. So okay, so we go in double Swansea then and Bidwell Roberts. The best choices, but if you want save, you can drop down to Guey. I think that, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that name wrong, but yeah. What what else you got defensively?
1: Second for expected goals conceded is Reddit. have uh, three clean sheets, potentially overlooked. We've we've harped on about them a little bit for from a value side, but Three clean sheets and second for expected goals is really, really good. Um, Luton, third. I didn't see that coming, really. They look, it could be a bargain. I didn't expect them to be third best.
0: So they're third best for expected goals conceded? Yeah, unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, but it's the same with Reading. I know you look at the week table, you know Reading are doing well, and even Luton as well. But they just don't stand out. Like When I think of Swansea... I don't know, I might just be paying more attention to them, but that surprised me, Luton being up there. Um, there's a lot of value in that team, isn't there?
1: Surprised me, no. Yeah, you've got your Pearson. and you've got uh, a couple of bargain choices there, but keep an eye on the fixtures because they're an absolute horror show for the next 10 weeks or so.
0: Yeah. So we Luton might see them regress to the middle of the, by the table or the side. bottom after that. He's gonna get battered <laughs> by his old side this weekend, so uh, Bricky's gonna love this um, in up Luton because we gave him quite a, a bit of stick before the season started. And I'm not gonna admit I was wrong yet. This is a long way to go, but they've started really well, haven't they? If you, uh, is, if you've got anyone you'd advise from that Luton, because obviously they're all cheap, so you haven't. You got Bradley the most expensive at five point one, but so you, you haven't really got to think about your budget, have you? I always banged on about Pearson just because he was 4.1. Yeah, you've
1: got Pearson and Craney. I think they're left and right back, aren't they? So, if you want a vig, Oh, no, it's Norrington Davis. Sorry, he's left back. Um, I think the value's there. You've got to go for the Pearson, really, because I doubt you're going to want to play your Luton defender all the time.
0: What about... Because Blackburn are doing well. Are are they up there on your defensive stats? Yeah,
1: quick. Quick summary of the the rest of the top six: yeah. Watford, Stoke, and, S- and Blackburn make your top six up. Three con- three clean sheets for Blackburn, like you say, uh, yeah. but they've conceded the highest of the top six uh, for shots on target against. So maybe they're just overperforming a slightly.
0: I get that impression. Um, I'm still in the opinion of I'd only want to add Armstrong really. I know I put Williams in, but that's just based on their league position. He is probably more likely going to leave before the deadline. Um, I do think they're performing like Bradley Johnson. I've seen people put him in and, you know, I'm not faulting them. He's got points. You can't take that away from him. But I don't think he's going to maintain that level throughout the season.
1: Yeah, of course. Quick look at the the eye test on his replays. You know, it shows he's the sitting-holding midfielder, so Johnson's not really the go-to guy for either end of the pitch points, I wouldn't think.
0: So you said Stoke were in there as well?
1: Stoke are fifth, yeah. Uh, looking good. I mean, I did a bit of a piece before uh, before we kicked off and post-lockdown table, you were really high up there yeah. for defensive stats. It's just, you seem to let those one odd one in and it messes things up.
0: Yeah, the, the inconsistency is my issue with Stoke. I think, with him being fifth, if you've got Adam Davies at four million and goal, I think that, that can cover you, can't it? Unless, you know, they start putting in really, really good numbers and then you can whip it um Fox or Smith there at full backs. But um yeah, I think you covered there with Davis, and I think it's it's a no-brainer at four million.
1: That's um, yes, one thing we haven't really looked at from defensive in this game is when you you looked at last year's forecasted points, the defenders were nigh on identical to the attackers. And are we all going are we too quick to go three at the back? You know,
0: they, mm. this is totally wrong. And were Watford in there, did you say?
1: Watford are fourth, yeah, for expecting goals against. Yeah,
0: so I've got, I've got Ngakia in there. Obviously, he can go someone else, but I think he offers the best value. Um, so from them teams, and I've basically, and where are Millwall in that?
1: I was just going to come on to Millwall. Surprise package. They are 15th for expected goals against.
0: So that surprised me because I, I'm still in this mindset of Millwall are tough to break down. They're going to keep quite a lot of clean sheets. And I'm thinking to myself now, um, I've got Burkowski in goal. I could easily, um, just based off them stats, switch him to a Sluger. I think it's Sluger um, at 5.6, save the 0.4. And go there so that that gives me my Luton coverage.
1: Yeah, maybe you've got. You, bear in mind, Will Millwall have only conceded ten shots on target, so three against three goals against in ten shots on target is. I think it's going to get better, and they've got such green fixtures now. I think you're on the right track with going Millwall. Personally,
0: good yeah, Millwall. Um, just as you're saying, I just did the switch because I'm on the their transfers—they just him back. Bill Kelsey's just come back in my team. That's what I'm going to be doing. as we go it's through like that little finger. Yeah, just keeping changing. Um. Yeah. So, anything else defensive wise you think the listeners need to know?
1: We've said it every week, Mer- Wickham, bottom of the table, yeah. ten goals conceded. Uh, ten goals against expected, and they've conceded 10 against so 31 shots conceded on target is huge
0: yeah they, they, they look like they're going to be the whipping boys I mean they're the team that I try and target against every week to try like you know your captain picks which will go exactly. on to, you know maybe they turn it round, but we can't go off that um, we don't know um, we can only go with what we've got in front of us can't we and no offence to the Wickham fans that listen but this shit um real report. I if they do turn it round, I'd like it, um, but yeah, we won't go there anyway. But I don't want to piss yeah, off well, too many Wickham fans. No,
1: we might need him in 2022, <laughs> 23 season. So we'll look at the attack the yeah. opposite end of the pitch. And straight in there, Blackburn, top of the league four expected goals, shots, shots on target. It's just... It's a black first.
0: fest. That's surprising. So, Armstrong's obviously there. Who else is there for him? Johnson, I'm guessing.
1: You've got Dolan on the right. Yeah. Um, young kid. If he keeps his place, you should do. You've got... Brereton's got really good stats on the left, but he's a striker. Yeah. Takes up a valuable spot.
0: So, if you were advising on Blackburn attacking, obviously... We know Armstrong, but who would you would who would you have?
1: I like Dolan and Broughton's an interesting choice. I think he's only five and a half ish. But they've had a whopping ninety eight shots in four games. Wow. That's outrageous.
0: That is a lot. That's just shy of twenty five shots per game. <laughs> wow. Breton's only five. Interestingly. See, this is why I wanted to do this podcast because I knew you dive into the numbers and I don't do it. So you just like opened up a new world for me because I'm still under the impression. I didn't really want and they'll fall off. If Armstrong stops scoring, then they'll start dropping. But 25 shots a game, nearly, that is insane.
1: It's awesome, isn't it? 11 goals and they've had 34 shots on target. It's just streets ahead of everyone else.
0: Dolan really interests me at five point six. He's got his twenty
1: four points already on.
0: Yeah, if he can keep that place, which he looks like he's doing, I uh, yeah. uh, I saw him come in. It's one of them where you think a uh, new kid on the block. Have a few games, and he'll end up, you know, rotating in and out of squad for the season. But going from what we've seen so far, that spot on the right looks like it's it
1: Yeah, for me, Elise and your team to Dolan's a no-brainer. I think.
0: Oh Lucy, to Dolan, it's just been done. Listen, I've just done it. Oh. <laughs> I'm loving this podcast. Who else have we got then other than Blackburn? Because I've got, I don't go more. I've got triple up on Blackburn <laughs> now, so I've got triple Swansea, um, and triple Blackburn.
1: Brentford come in second place, uh, and they're also second for total shots per game, so twenty-one shots a game average, roughly. Good, and that it's- you know.
0: That it is interesting because we did say um, they've they have had a slow start. I mean, they had the poor results against Preston when they were 2-0 up. Uh, but they're still good numbers, aren't they? Really good
1: numbers. I think the results are not looking good and the goals conceded are not looking good. But, you know, underlying stats, they've got plenty, um, plenty of shots, plenty of expected goals. Um, so I'd be sticking with them. Okay.
0: So I'm on double Brentford attack and it's quite interesting yeah. actually I've got no defenders which I've just realised when at the beginning and pre-season we were all talking about the double up Dalsgaard and maybe Henry or A so it's quite interesting that I've now gone zero in defence and then I've gone with De Silva and Tony
1: Yeah De Silva's a good pick he's top four big chances created this season four and four sitting uh, level with Bidwell and Cornick at Luton so he's definitely got the stats
0: there so is De Silva outperforming And Emblemo? Emblemo's
1: got more, a lot more shots, uh, a lot more big chances received, but he just looks like a guy who can't finish at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's a worry, is Because obviously, as a fantasy manager, I I know I I want De Silva creating big chances, but I do want him putting him in the back of the net as well. If Emblemo's not doing that, you might as well drop down to the 7.6 and then move your money elsewhere, do not you?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a saving and if they start to turn it on, because they've got the underlying stats, you can always bring a double up in, or a triple up in attack.
0: Who else have we got then? So we've had Blackburn, Brentford.
1: Interestingly, Luton again, one, two, three, Boy, four, fifth looting. highest for expected goals. However, second oh, like, bottom it. for shots overall. Second worst number of shots in the league.
0: So... Sorry, explain that again. Sorry, listeners. I'm trying to keep up for myself. Um, So, yeah. the second worst for actual shots, but then what are the third at?
1: The fifth for expected oh. goals and the fact they've scored five versus expected six.
0: See, for someone who doesn't understand all this
1: XGXA,
0: that sounds like absolutely ridiculous. But, so, what does that, that tell us then to summarise? about Overperforming.
1: What they're they've had the fixtures and they're overperforming and I expect it to change with this horror show of fixtures they've got.
0: So, it's safe to say then I don't need to go anywhere near any Wooten attackers. Yeah,
1: we'll have, to, we'll have to swerve them for now, I think.
0: So, right, OK. Well, I'm happy that. Who would you, who else from your stats and would you be targeting? One more
1: team in a positive light. Yeah, we've got Nottingham Forest, only one goal but uh, top 10 for goals expected. The fourth for shots, so nearly 20 shots ago go a game, which is pretty good. Um, now we know they've got a new manager. Yeah. So how is that going to affect
0: things? This is the thing. When I was doing my captain picks, um, when I was looking at Forest, um, there is some good fixtures between in game week five and 15. Um, I haven't put them down because I've just gone on from what we're seeing. Yeah. As we all know, the championship changes every week. Forest could become very ideal for us, couldn't they? I mean, I did see actually I did see a stats. I think I saw it on Twitter and I can't remember what it was exactly, but grabbing. Are his numbers good? Because I think he I saw he had loads of shots, he just wasn't putting them away. Really
1: good numbers. Uh poor for accuracy though. Um, yeah. We'll cover him in the in the players specific section. He's a big um, player. so...
0: Started with grabbing, didn't he?
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't expect this to happen, I didn't expect it to be no. this bad either. So, I can see why they went it.
0: So, what else have you got for us regarding the attacking?
1: So, three negatives yeah. in terms of the table. We've got Watford sat down there in the bottom seven, four expected goals. Wow. Um, they've only scored two and they've only expected to have scored three. Um, it's not what I expected, but when the games we've watched because they've been on telly a few games. They're not looking like they're clicking. They're just not.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. I've watched, when they've been on telly, I've watched them and I like the look of Jao uh, Pedro. He looks a really good player, but I just don't think he's a fancy yeah. asset right now. And um, I think the team's changing now. Dalla has gone, Pereira's gone. Garner's come in. He looked really good in the middle. Got forward a bit. Yeah. I think they might just need a couple of weeks after the deadline goes, you know, just to settle down a bit, don't they? The team's a bit all over the plan. What's happening with Ismail Saar? Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. They've got him and he looks to be used as a striker now, Sar, and he hasn't looked brilliant, but if and when they click, because I think they will. They're two good yeah. those players.
0: And he've uh, got to be in the consideration. If he stays and they do click, he he will be essential if he if it all goes to plan. Uh, but like, I haven't had him in my overall just because of that reason it's the same with the likes of Wendy Cantwell all these yep. big players. Um I'm just leaving just tell until I know what's happening. There's no point. No point me putting them in now and then taking them out in two days because he's moved. Um yeah so point. Watford I yeah I agree from watching who were the other two disappointments.
1: Reading have scored seven goals from an expected three and get this they've got the highest conversion so for every five shots they have, they score a goal, one in
0: five. So, because they're in the bottom three, does that mean basically they're not having many chances, but when they are, they're putting them away? Basically. Look,
1: completely clinical, yeah. They've only had 36 shots and they've scored seven of them. Um, I just can't see it being sustainable.
0: Yeah, me either, just from the eye test, watching it and I just look back and I'm like, how are they there? And... Um, another podcast, a second-tier podcast, um, they aren't fantasy, they're just all general championship. They kind of slighted Reading on there and they've had a lot of backlash off the fans. Um, yes. But I, I do get the point, so, like, fair play to them, they're doing well. And if they stay there, then it might change our minds. But I've got no Reading attack because, um, is it Lucas Leo? I don't know a lot about the squad either. Um, oh, San, Jao Santos, he's out injured apparently, so Puskas will play up front. He scored in the last game, but yeah. I don't really know where to go with him, if I'm honest with you, in all honesty. Yeah. It, it's
1: probably Jawa or nothing, really, and you, them three spike striker spots are so valuable.
0: Yeah, that stat you just said put me off anyway, so I'm going to leave Reading and then just see if they can maintain where they are at the moment in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guess who is bottom of the table for expected goals?
0: I'm going to say because Norwich...
1: Millwall, ah,
0: fuck yeah. I can see. Surprised me a bit. It, I'll be honest. It doesn't really surprise me because my impression of Millwall was, well, for me personally, was target defensively before the season. Um, avoid going forward because I just thought, yeah, while well, he's at ten million, I thought, oh, that's way too expensive for me. Um, I know he's on twenty six, but. Um, and obviously, Parrott hasn't got involved yet, as he got injured in the cup. Yeah. So um, They haven't really got anyone, have they?
1: Yeah, of course. I think Parrott's going to be a big addition. Um, just caveat on that is we've already covered they've got really good fixtures coming up. And between them and Watford, there's only 0.6 goals expected. So that's like a penalty. So it could all change. It will change.
0: There's um, a couple of teams that you haven't mentioned in there. Um, yeah. yeah. Bristol City. Obviously they're top of the league. Um, are they just doing what they've got to do? Just going and just winning the game. Are they just in mid-table through the stats?
1: They're doing all right. They're they're above mid for for shots, sixty-one yeah. shots, which is pretty good. 15 a game. Um, shots on target is not brilliant, only five, four or five a game. Um, but mid-table really on that. Potentially slightly overachieving their second for uh Conversion, so one in six that convert into a goal.
0: So should that put me off Naki Wells? I
1: test. They do look good. They look. Yeah. Uh, they've got a bit of a distinct style, I would say. So, I'd back them a bit.
0: I'm in now with him. And then two other teams um, that a lot of the listeners will be interested in um, that you haven't mentioned are Bournemouth and Norwich. Obviously, two of the biggest sides who come down. Um, where are we with them? Both well, sat
1: in the top ten for expected yeah. goals. Norwich have had seventy-nine shots, so twenty per game. It's just got to be unsustainable this this lack of form. I think it has to be. Twenty-one shots on target is, you know, in the top three. So, I think positives all around. Really, Bournemouth are in top three as well with twenty-four shots on target. Um, they should have had a hatful against. Coventry, we know that. They only got the, the three in the end, but um, they look fluid. So I test and start back both of them really a bit. Norwich fans are going to be disappointed with the start, I would say. Yeah. And I'm disappointed having Pookie. so...
0: Yeah, with Norwich, I think they won, quite like similar to what was just said about Forest, they can easily change, because Buendia come into the side for the loss against Derby, didn't he? Um, but if he doesn't go... He comes into the team on a parent basis. Todd Cantwell, he stays. You know, they've got players to come in still, haven't they? Um, It's one of them with them. They could just kick on or it could just go bad. We don't know. Um, I've gone with no Norwich players as it stands um, until I see something to say otherwise. I can't see me going there yet. Um, Bournemouth, I've gone Dan Juma. He really impressed me in them first three games. Solanke is getting the odd returns but me personally on Solanke I need more from him if I'm going to have him I need more goals because when Bournemouth when you get a notification on the yeah, Bournemouth team it it's a goal you don't you actually don't think oh that's Solanke you, you don't know who it is and I don't like that for, from a fantasy football point of view yeah
1: on eye test as well he he uh, disappointed me a bit always having his back to goal a bit perhaps it's lack of Dan Juma and Brooks and Stanislas creating just made, made him do it but he spends a lot of time with his back to goal I think
0: Yeah, and that, that's good for the team obviously Bournemouth are doing well um, it's similar to Gio Pedro at Watford it's good for your team but from a fantasy football point of view I don't want none of that I need him in that box boring us away um, selfish talisman yeah that's what I need um, yeah, so that's it. Is there anything else in regards to attacking that you think's worthy for the listeners?
1: We can move on to the attacking players specifically.
0: I think this is what's been interesting. So I've looked at. Uh,
1: yeah, that's where the points are, isn't it? Well, yeah. we say that we might be naively proven wrong at the end of the year that all the defenders are pushing two fifty points, but it seems more fun looking at the goals, doesn't
0: it? Yeah. That going on us away
1: straight in there, you top of everything. Adam Armstrong, he's got to be essential. Uh, he's, got, he's scary if you don't have him, he's it's scary, I would say.
0: Yeah, I've got 21
1: four. shots total. Yeah, so he's had 21 shots, 12 of them on target. That's scary. So he's he's just banging. Twelve. Uh, have been in the box as well, which is where you want him. You don't want speculative shots from outside.
0: Yeah, Armstrong's definitely in for me. Um, I've wanted him from the start. Well, not from the start. From like week one and two, but couldn't get to him. Um, now he's in, and I don't think he'll leave. Who else is up there? Dominic
1: Solanke comes in second for stats, interestingly enough. Yeah, second for shots on target, second for shots in the box.
0: So there's me just um, saying, you know, he's not, well, he's not, I didn't say he's not (laughs) scoring, I didn't say he's not shooting, but that was my impression. Um, I've only seen, I watched him against Coventry um, for a full game. Um, But from that, I just got the impression, you know, he wasn't putting shots away but that's quite interesting seconds me sitting on Dan Juma that's one of them if Dan Juma is out injured I can just come off him and then move on to Solanke yeah. somewhere and me it's a shame Patterson is, a midf- um, is classed as a forward at Bristol City yeah. because I could um, easily have had him in midfield as a replacement instead of Wells and then gone Solanke but that's interesting Solanke I think a lot of people will go on Solanke you know if they're on overall this week.
1: It's a good price. I think Wells to uh, Solanke for you is an easy option. If you're going to go against the grain a bit and stick to your Wells, that's good. But Solanke seems to be turning it on. Uh, I've slagged him off on the eye test. you snagged slagged him off a bit. so yeah. But he's putting the numbers in there. Can't complain.
0: Exactly. That's why you're here with the stats to put me right, which I like Um, because that's what I mean, I have that mindset and I just go off that, I'm quite quite a stubborn fantasy manager. So once I get something in my head, I kind of don't change my way. So I'm definitely going to put Solanke on my short list now and I'll look at that. I'll assess that situation in the week when I see about Dan Juma. Who else we got?
1: Ivan Tony sitting third, Uh, 10 shots. I should point out there that Solanke's had 13 shots total and that is second. Against yeah. Adam Armstrong's 21, it's just gulfs apart, isn't it? It's crazy. Is yeah.
0: that exactly. you need Adam Armstrong there? So Tony's in there, six shots on
1: target, which is 60%. Which is good accuracy. Uh, eight shots in the box out of his 10, so he's poaching. Good, and he's
0: on penalties. He, he really. on, he on penalties, isn't he, Tony? Am I right in saying that? You right? haven't had one
1: i uh, making Definitely it up. Then. I would assume so. So, Ben Rambo was on him last year, and then De Silva was second.
0: Uh, I had a vision. So, so, I would think Tony taking penalty. Has he, has he had a penalty? I don't think he's had a penalty. I might just let you be making that up generally. I don't know why I've got that impression. Um, who else have we got then?
1: The first and second midfielders are coming yeah. in as Jeremy Bella at uh, Blackburn and Scott Sinclair, your man.
0: Oh, Scott Sinclair. Both have had
1: 10 shots, both of six on target.
0: Oh, Sinclair, because so, he's on penalties, isn't he? Uh, them stats, including the penalties. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who was the guy for Blackburn, did you say?
1: Birmingham, you mean? Uh, Bella.
0: Oh, Ballard. I I thought you said Blackburn. Aye. Our Birmingham correspondent has been banging on about Bala to me. Um, from the Stoke game, he you know he looks really good. He's got quick feet. I haven't seen a lot of him to have, you know, a proper opinion on him. But if the stats are there as well, he looks good from the eye test. The stats are there—he's only five point six million. He's the same as Dolan, so I could.
1: Yeah, he's. Uh, we've slagged him off, though, as a Karanka player, haven't we? Uh, and I won't be back in a Karanka team for scoring goals. Just to double back on Tony, he's de- he has took one penalty. So yeah,
0: he's on penalty. I thought had, I'd had one, but then it was one of them. Once you said he hadn't, said, oh, have I, or not, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good then, him having Tony there. What about the other midfielders?
1: Scott Sinclair was second. Yeah. With the same identical stats. So... If you catch him on a good day, um, you know, he's a good guy to have. Karoma at Huddersfield. Now, we've not touched a remote on Huddersfield, and I don't think we will continue to. Uh, four shots on target from 12. Uh, so 12 is decent numbers for shots. Goals, I think he had seven the other day in that last game, but it was against one of the bottom teams,
0: which potentially really rules him out a little bit. 5.5 forward. Um, that's interesting, but I'll be honest with you. As he forward? Sorry. Yeah, he's a forward in uh, five click five. Ordersfield. Obviously, we've got the new manager. He's trying to implement like a Bielsa kind of football into his you know, he's work with Bielsa in the past. If they do become good, there's there's signs of it with Ordersfield. I mean they're not like Wickham for me, but still I don't know. I'm still put off by him.
1: Yeah, I thought he was mid. Sorry, he's just a total write-off as a forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd rather if I was going because he's good value at five-five. But if I was going to try save money, um, Garden for me at Coventry from the eye test, he just seems, you know, to be great value at that price. He's there, talisman.
1: Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, Eleven shots, nine in the box. So we know two of them have been penalties, but. Is their guy, isn't he? He's the main man there.
0: Yeah, definitely. What about? Um, have you got any more midfielders?
1: So Gibbs White comes in as top Swan. So to he's next question, eight shots on ta- eight shots, four of them on target. He's the top, uh, top for goal attempt at Swansea.
0: He does. He looks like the main threat. Um, I think the Wickham game, M.I.U. and Lowe were quite good as a front three. To be fair to him, but. Then in the last game, um, was it Millwall once it, last game, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it it was Gibbs White. He was everywhere. He was on the left, on the right, through the middle. Um, he looks really good. I think I'm going to enjoy watching him this season. Wolves have got a really good player there. If he can carry on how he is, I think yeah, he will break into Wolves' side next season with the Adrian White. Watt- Just to put it in never. perspective, yeah. Gibbs White's essentially playing second
1: striker and he's had eight shots. And Bidwell's had ten shots. He's another outrageous option. Yeah.
0: It's nice to have that. I'm going to enjoy owning um, this triple Swansea, um, with especially Bidwell and yeah. Gibbs White. These are the main two I wanted. So, yeah, definitely. Like be prime on. Alonso, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. Um, midfielders, obviously, there's some big names. Is there anyone... You know, who's who you'd think is quite popular within the gaffer managers who's just not doing it at all? Like someone who's like, Emblemo. Emblemo.
1: yeah, 10 shots, which is great for managers, one shot on target.
0: Yeah, that's poor, especially for nine point something million. That's not really good enough, is it?
1: No, no, but he's had eight of them have been in the box. That's good numbers. But he's missed four big chances. He's top with that.
0: Yeah, it's not what you he want to see. But then it's one of them, if he carries on at getting the big chances and then just start converting them, it's a different story. But like you said, Absolutely. he looks like a man who just can't finish the season, don't he? So I'd avoid him. I mean, if Ben Romer stays, I think everybody's obviously going to go there, aren't they? At 11.3 you know, he's, yet. Yeah, yeah. But So that'll be interesting. Anything else in midfield? For, from his your... opposite, sorry, go on.
1: His opposite winger, Canos, has Canos. had the same identical stats. One, one on target, 10 shots. So that's potentially why it's not clicking. That's, uh, that's leaving Tony to be the only guy putting shots on target. So he's had six, as we've already covered.
0: See, Canos is one of them you were looking at, with, yeah, in pre-season. Um, for yeah. yourself, with no Ben Rama and Watkins. What about any other midfielders that are worth talking about? Or... James
1: Garner from United at Watford. You, yeah. you touched on him, didn't you? He's, he's absolutely nailing them three kicks. Um, four shots average on his two games that he started. He's had five um, five shots, but only one's in the box. So <laughs> it tells you he's... He's not roaming in
0: there yeah he's he's hitting he's hitting long range ones doesn't he? he looks like he's got a rifle on in there that if he'd scored that free kick Jesus Christ that was a bullet. <laughs> he's he's what i think what like you said watford i've got they've got to click at some point, surely, um doing really well defensively, he could be the cheap option couldn't see the cheap way into the Watford team Go on, eh? he looks a good player could be.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see more touches further up the pitch. Maybe I think I think these numbers are skewed by him uh, only starting two games and yeah. being on free kicks, which they've had loads of. Yeah, so there just two players it. to to to, uh, to finish up on. Okay, James Collins is also on four big chances missed with Mbouemo, and Lewis Graben's on three big chances missed. Now Graben, you have already touched on him. He's only managed one shot on target from thirteen, so thirteen oh, wow. goal attempts is great but one's horrendous.
0: I'll be honest with you, even before the season, Grabben was never on my radar. I could see why people went for him, because he had a good season last year, but he's never been prolific in his career. I think he had a really, he overachieved last year, I thought. Um, But it could be different um, in Forest's game against Bristol City, um, Colback should have just lit. He tried to near post. All he's got to do is pull it back. Graben's there on the six yard box or oh, six yard line. He's got an easy goal there, so it could all change. But yeah, I'm not Graben's biggest fan if I'm honest with you. From like an eye test point of view, I don't rate him. I, my opinion so bad on him is probably have you ever um, watched the Sunday until I die on Netflix? Oh, yeah, he had he had a spell there and he was an absolute bow end on it to so one of them where once I dislike somebody I can't take it off. Out my head. Um, yeah but I would be going to grab him stats so midfielders have you got anything for defenders
1: the only defender appearing on any of the stats lists is, is that one man Bidwell yeah and sorry we've missed one big player haven't we we've missed Pookie there's a good reason for that yeah He's on none of the stats list. He is not even close.
0: That's worrying. So a lot of it's, people who haven't or maybe I've already overrold would have probably had Pukian. I held him for four weeks. Did all right, I suppose, but not for that price. I expected a lot more from him. I think I've captained him three times out of four.
1: Yeah, it's a worry. It is a big worry, like...
0: Yeah, point Right, defenders and so it's just if from attacking point of view, um Bidwell's just head and shoulders above everyone, isn't he? All
1: right, head and shoulders and the rest. Um and my shots table goes down pretty far, so there's not many uh defenders having many shots by the looks of this.
0: So it's one it's one of them with them that with that and see if you're on your overall and you're looking at your defenders, what would be your strategy? Would you go big as in like the most expensive or would you just go based on the total points so far? What would you base your choice on?
1: I'm very statty. So I'm, I'm looking at those top six defences on stats and then I'm looking yeah. at who's wing backs, full backs, who's in the box. Um, so, so I like your bid I've got Smith. I was looking at Romeo from Millwall these are all getting forward and taking yeah. shots um, so that's my strategy is go big I think as we've already touched on last year's points were huge for defenders and I think we're overlooking them for the price points
0: yeah right well that's given me a lot to think about um, the listeners might have to go back and listen to this again um, when they're doing their overall some good points there um, regarding fixtures and what I've done is Basically, I've just looked at certain, well, I've looked at the fixtures for each week and basically hand-picked who I believe have got the best fixtures for the catching um, choices. Um I do know in four weeks' time, this can be completely useless. Anything can happen in the Championship. So, I've only gone on what I've got, well, from what I've seen so far in the last four weeks. So, there's... Um, I did look at Nottingham Forest, like I said earlier on, they've got some good fixtures in there, but I haven't put them on. So I'll go with what I've got. So how many teams have I got? Two, four, six. Eight. I've got eight teams. Actually, I've got seven because what I have done is I've put Norwich on there just on the basis of, you know, what they could do. But I shouldn't really put them on. So Blackburn, Bournemouth, Brentford, Bristol City, Swansea, Reading-Watford. Would you agree? Obviously, now we've gone through the stats, this is a bit up in the air, but obviously because like Luton, but like you said, they are overachieving a bit. Would you agree with them? They are probably like the big sides too. We'll cut now for captains.
1: That's your main pool for attackers, uh, informed teams, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good choices. So the, the bi test and the stats have married up nicely. Without colluding,
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's felt quite nice. Like, so, game week five, then our next game week weekend. Um, you know, what, this is a re- if you haven't overhauled and you felt lucky with these teams, this could be a very good week. Um, I know we're going to cover boosts after, but this could be a very good week to use a boost because Blackburn have got Forest, and I know they've got the new manager now. But based on what we're seeing, it's a very good fixture for Blackburn. Bournemouth have got QPR, Brentford have got Coventry, Bristol City have got Barnsley, um, Swansea have got Huddersfield. Wow, there's some nice fixtures there, aren't there? And if you, if your team's if because I'm not actually, I should have probably asked this question before. You you can't play two chips. It's the same as FPL. And if you've played your yeah, overall, correct. you cannot play anything else, can you? So if you haven't used your overall and you've and you've got you know. Adam Armstrong, your Solankees, Naki um, Wiles, Gibbs White. It's a nice week to play a boost, would you agree? With them
1: absolutely, yeah. When I was putting mine together, I was putting my uh, defenders in there and I was thinking, oh, Park the Bus would be absolutely savage yeah. this
0: week. That's something, if I had to use me overall, that's something I'd definitely have considered. Um, but there is, um, I think, game week 14 we'll get to that in a minute. That's a good one. Game week six... Brentford are playing Sheffield Wednesday. Swansea have got Coventry and Reading have got Wickham. So if you're looking at Swansea there in the next two, they've got Huddersfield then Coventry. Brentford have got Coventry and Sheffield Wednesday. Um, yeah. The week after, Blackburn have got Coventry. And then Norwich have got Wickham that week. So you've got two weeks to right. look at Norwich after the deadline. If you're starting to impress, you know, that's who you If Pookie starts bagging, you can bring him in. You've got a nice captain there. And then Reading, they've got Rotherham straight after Wickham. So if they can sustain the form, there's someone else. I won't go through every single week because you're not going to remember everything. Um, But what I did notice is between now and game week, between now, game week five and game week 15, I've noted down. Just let me turn my iPad around so I can actually see it all. That would help. Who's got the best captain day? So, 4-6 is Brentford. I believe Brentford between now and game week 15. Sorry if this sounds so slow to everyone. I'm not used to doing anything like this. Uh, But Brentford play Coventry, Sheffield Wednesday, Wickham, Barnsley, QPR and Rotherham between now and game week 15. So your Tony, your De Silvers, from Buemo starts, maybe even Ben Rame, they're looking like they could be very good options for captains.
1: Absolutely. And that also says to me from game week 12, they've got really green, green, green. So a few weeks to keep an eye on them as well.
0: Bournemouth as well. I've got Bournemouth and Swansea as the next best two. Um, I've put them down as like five good captain days. So Bournemouth, I've got QPR, Derby, Sheffield Wednesday, Forest and Rotherham between now and 15. And Swansea, they have got Huddersfield, Coventry, Rotherham, Sheffield Wednesday and Forest. Some really good fixtures in there. It's
1: Bidwell permanent captain. There's no other option, is there really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> one last one on the fixtures because this is quite hard because it will change every week. And it's quite a lot to take in in one go. But on game week 14, obviously the boosts reset after 15, don't they? The new ones coming on game week 16. If you look at game week 14, Blackburn have got Barnsley. Bournemouth have got Rotherham. Bristol, no, Brentford have got QPR. Swansea have got Nottingham Forest. That's another good week if you know, if you've got that one last boost to play the attack catching one or even part the buzz there's some really good fixtures there
1: uh, looking good looking good guess you even would have the problem of say you're going to save it to get a last minute overhaul but you can't target these fixtures as well so it, it brings that into question
0: yeah so that that covers the catch I mean like I said it's going to change every week that's just a rough idea of if, if you're on an overall now and you're thinking of what team's target. They're either teams that I think have got the best catch-ups. So if you can double up, um, like on your Brentfords, Swansea's, you've got options there for your captains. But you're going to go the last section of this podcast. You're going to go through the boosts, aren't you? We had a question last week about, you know, how effective are the boosts? And I'll be honest, I looked at this and said I have no idea. Um, I just play my hand when I I see fit. I could have done game week one. I've used me overall this week, so I've got one more, which I'll probably be looking at game week fourteen. Yeah, but from what you you've looked into it a little bit, haven't you? Do you want to summarise this? What you've what you believe?
1: I've got some fancy calculations going on, which have culminated in a graph which we can share. Um, but in summary, park the bus, bench boost, uh, whatever the equivalent is called on here, it's. It's super subs and Captain Fantastic. Are your three highest um, points-based improvements that you could see against an overhaul.
0: So how have you? Because like to me, like that means absolutely nothing to me. How how have you come up with that? Because to me and maybe a lot of others, when I think of that part of the buzz, I'd imagine that is. Not the best one, because you've got to get lucky with the clean sheets, but how have you worked yeah. it out?
1: So we've already established in this game that we've got high ceilings for defenders, and that is a real positive in this. So I've taken two scenarios for each of the chips. Okay. And the first Can is I a I blank. i'll drop
0: you there, Rob? Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Joe's get, Joe and Sean are going eight his corny chips. They boost remember? Sorry, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I get confused as well. <laughs> yeah
1: apologies apologies to everyone so the first scenario is a two or a three pointer and i can share this matrix that i've made so that well, we'd all consider that a blank wouldn't we um you, you're averaging maybe three points for a blanking defender who's got uh a first half or a second half clean sheet, yeah. and then your second would i would call it successful is six or seven points in each of those scenarios so, your striker scores a gold, no bonus at seven. Clean sheet for the defenders, six. I think they're fairly, fairly reasonable assumptions to make. Now, you've got to consider the fact that you lose a captain and yeah. a vice captain in most of them. So, in terms of points, I've got it coming in as bench boost, uh, soup subs. Sorry,
0: sorry, Joe again.
1: <laughs> Would be around the 24 point mark for a, a, a clean sweep of six pointers. So you get four bench players, six points each. Then Park the Bus comes in at 21 points benefit. Yeah. In second place, third, Captain Fantastic, 17 to 18 points. The other two, multi-captain and midfield generals, Amsterdam has been quite far behind. Now I expected midfield generals to be like dizzy heights.
0: What about you? Um, I'm just trying to take all that in <laughs> yeah sorry Um, <laughs> I'm literally useless like I, completely honest I'm absolutely useless on any of that like I said my impression of it would be your overall would be my most valuable one that I'd hold on to because yeah you know that, it, that changes the fortune of your team completely going forward um, me for example using it this week I've looked at the da- well I've watched it for four weeks. You've looked at the data for four weeks. And I now know who is a shit pick, who's a good pick. Um like for my team, for example, I can't even look at it now because I got red. but I had three players not play last week. Yeah. I because I just thought, are oh, they good value picks at the beginning of the season. And I went off nothing, just off what I thought. So I now Obviously, I look at my team now. I really like it. I'm looking forward to this weekend. So I like the yeah. team. So, overall, I think that would be um, the most valuable one. Just let me get them up now. No doubt.
1: I agree as well. Um, if you take the third highest points equivalent as Captain Fantastic, 17 points, you make that back in no time and an overhaul. So, for me, that's definitely the most important one.
0: I think super subs can be an okay one if you know if you've got a strong team they've all got good I've seen um, Stoke Gaffer he posted um, earlier on today I think it was yesterday um, a screenshot of his team and he said he might use it this week and looking at his team I was like yeah I can see why you know and then if you can get let's say an extra 16 points I'd say that was successful but you know it's not amazing yeah but if you, you've you got to land that right, um, Captain Fantastic, is that the one? No, I use multi-captain.
1: You use multi.
0: Yeah, which I think multi-captain is a lot more valuable than Captain Fantastic. Because if you can land that right, I mean, I had when I did it, the fixtures were perfect for me. I know it was game week one, and in hindsight, I probably should have held on to it. I got a bit too excited. Um. But, yeah, I think that can be a really good one. But, like I said, I don't really understand the numbers like you do. Yeah. So, I play... I'd come back on the
1: Captain Fantastic side and say that Captain Fantastic gets you 2.5 extra captains, whereas multi-captain gets you 1.5 extra captains. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, no way, yeah. I think... um, the no, listeners will probably listen like, "Come on, Jamie, fucking how simple is making it for you?" They probably understand you, <laughs> but um, me, I don't think I'll ever get my head around stuff like that. It's literally me, just places I see it with that. Um, I just look at the fixtures. Um, if anybody's got any questions about the boost, if they didn't quite understand that, um, don't message me, please, because um, I don't know. Um, get in touch with is at second second tier stats on Twitter um, you'll explain won't you Rob
1: yeah we'll share this graph that shows how uh, the, be- the more points you get the bigger the gap is between Park the Bus Bench Boost Camden Fantastic and the other two so it sort of simplifies it
0: I forgot the other graph um, I'll tweet that out along when I tweet the podcast out um, we are recording Sunday night um, I will be releasing this tomorrow evening when I get in from work um, so monday evening you will get the podcast and you'll get that graph so that comes out is there anything else you know obviously we've got no games review didn't really want to go into a preview um because we saw on in the international break that transfer window's open still um so what's going to change is there anything else you know you want to go through
1: no i'm just itching to get back on it it's mm. uh I've had the disappointment of last week after my shambles point score on an overhaul, and I'm ready. I've I've delved into the data and I've backed myself on my picks, so just waiting for them to come good.
0: Just looking now where you are because I've gone back above you now, haven't I?
1: Uh, I don't even want to look.
0: Let's get that elite league up. I am. Um, I'm sixth in that on 280 points. Hey, you're only 10 points behind me. Yeah. What yeah, what can change. There's something um, I like as well. Um, there's a lot of community growing now within the gaffer game and it's nice to see uh, people I interact with in there when I see the overall and stuff like that. There's a couple in there that are doing really well. I know our correspondent, Bournemouth correspondent, Claxton, is 16th, which is fair play to you, but there's some good scores in there. Um, while I'm actually talking about the community, actually, before I forget, We do have a Slack channel. Um, I created it last week. And if anybody doesn't know what Slack is, um, how do I explain this? It's just basically an app that you download. I'll send you an invite, you join. And there's loads of different topic channels. So I've created a channel for each of the teams. And you just basically have discussions in that channel. So, for example, you're in the Bournemouth channel. It's just all Bournemouth in there. It's just a bit quiet at the moment because obviously the international break, um, there's not a lot going on but that's going to get really lively as the season goes on I think so if you're interested in joining that give me a message I'll get an email address off you and I'll send you the advice. Um, going forward this is what I want you to do um, there's going to be it's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday it's going to be two games a week basically isn't it, going forward now for quite a while um, we are going to keep the same routine as recording on a Sunday um, might be able to throw a little bit of content here and there, but I can't commit to it. But yeah, we're going to do something. We'll just review two games, won't we, for that week, and then preview, you know, the games coming up that week, can't we?
1: Yeah, double up. It's going to be a roller coaster because your your opinions on a Tuesday are going to be totally different by the weekend. But
0: it's, this is where the um, your squad's going to come in and having their playing yes. bench because. It's, we've already seen from the first four weeks there's been a bit of rotation it's going to get brutal now with injuries it's getting colder it's going to be mental I'm really looking forward to this part of the season
1: it's all about a cold rainy Tuesday night in store because this is, what, this is where the money's made
0: yeah the famous saying yes yeah, so we'll wrap it up there then um, we've chatted for long enough the listeners have got quite a lot to take in there and um, any questions that the listeners if you have any questions listeners, you know don't be afraid to get in touch give me a message, give Rob a message anything you're a bit unsure about. I mean we offer advice, but we're not experts we just enjoy we're just fancy managers just enjoying the game and in all honesty we're winning in the league just like everybody else this year um really enjoying it but yeah, if you have any questions, we'll try our best to offer our advice um but yeah. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you all next week.